Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction. It is Tuesday, Movie Review Tuesday. I am Jeremy Lambert, joined by the chubby chief, Joseph Holbert. Joe, how are you? I'm good. I'm very relieved that I'm no longer expected to analyze art <laughs> because that could come in very handy on this program. You, uh, you changed yeah. your nickname just in time to where people yes. are not expecting uh, an artistic ace analysis of this film. Yes. Yes, I dodged the bullet, or in countdown terms, um, I had a bulletproof vest and narrowly escaped the bullet as it struck my chest. But we'll get into all of that. I mean, when I say all of that, I mean we'll get into some stuff related to this film. I think I think that's what we're here to do, but I'm not certain. We'll see. When I picked this film last week, you said, it feels like so long ago because we recorded that show like the week prior. But when I, yes. when I picked this film, you said, oh, I've seen this before. And you warned me, you were like, it's kind of a nothing film. And yeah. I watched it last night after Raw, and I woke up this morning, and I was like, I don't remember anything that happened in this really? film. Yes, it's... We've spoke before, right, about the WWE Studios style, sort of like... They've nailed the the making of bad films, <laughs> right? Like they're very safe bad films, they don't have any sort of humor or like camp moments. It's just bad cinema. This, while I don't think this is the worst film we've reviewed, this may be the ultimate in like just nothing. Not one lasting memory, other than perhaps the moments with Kane and Dolph in which they like fight, kind of. Yeah. I guess. Dolph punches him in the dick. That's all I remember right. from this film. That's it. That's my review of this film. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler punches Kane in the dick. See, That's it. I'm I think done. there's moments of this film where it's watchable, I think. But man, are they, they're fleeting. So we'll, we'll, I guess we'll go through it. Do we go through this thing step by step, Jeremy? How do no, we tackle we're not. Countdown? We're not doing this step by step. We never do that. Uh, here's how we're going to tackle it. First off, we're watching Countdown. This is what we watched. Starring Dolph Ziggler, Kane, and a bunch of WWE superstars who kind of have brief cameo moments. But really, Rusev has a, yes. has a bigger cameo moment. Uh, here's what you need to know about this film, folks. Dolph Ziggler is a cop who just plays by his own rules. Right, Joe? That's fair to say. He's a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> just like in the Raw Underground, he's a shooter here. In every which way. He just doesn't care. He's a rebel, right? That's right. He's a right. tough guy. He's a rebel. He's a shooter. He gets in trouble with his uh, lieutenant, who is Kane. I guess Kane is the... Yeah, he's the lieutenant. And then another lieutenant, which is uh, somewhere. Her name is Catherine Isabel. Her name in the film is uh, Julia Baker. No, I'm not going to remember that. Um, <laughs> it's a trouble. Basically, they're trying to find a missing child. I think they've already lost a missing child before. And, yeah. and now this is, uh, I guess, his, his redo. His make good that another child is missing. And he, he really wants to save this child because he lost one in a previous job. But it was his child, wasn't it? That's what I thought, but I don't yes. think it was like that well explained that it was his child. He's just, there's this one scene where he's just like 
sitting in uh in his bedroom just like yeah. reading this book and i guess yeah. it's his wife i'm pretty sure this woman is never seen again besides this one scene she just comes in there and is like you can't dwell on it it'll be okay and that's like yeah. that's like it so no cuz they have these i knew this would be a problem cuz i sensed that you switched out or switched off at the same point i did <laughs> so there's like 10 minutes near the end where a character just gets a lot of dialogue in order to explain what's like, what's going on uh, the the lady that you mentioned that's name I've already forgotten she has a lot of them where she's like and that's this russian he doesn't like you because of that russian and then this yeah. russian. it's like it's like okay i think i know what's going on there's a bomb but dolph has one where he does this like he does this speech about the fact that he'll never be late again because he replays the three seconds that cost him his kid's life like over and over again and it's just like sure like it's kind of referenced in the scene you mentioned but in the end it's like the whole plot of the film because he's like I'll never be late and I'm going to save this kid because I'm not going to replay this it's like sure man I mean whatever so we meet Dolph um what's happening at the start of this film he shoots the guy with the bulletproof vest which is the joke <laughs> you're the very excited yeah about well, this. Here's the thing. This character, his defining trait is that he's he looks like a cop, and he can never be hidden by any. <laughs> every criminal knows he's a cop, and that's originally his character. And then he becomes just a dick, and he hates Dolph, and he eventually punches Dolph and tries to frame Dolph. Um, he has that's it. That's all he does. I yeah. thought he was an inside man. He's not, from what I can tell, inside. He's just a bad cop. Who yeah, I like thought I thought that like when he's when they're doing that interrogation scene. And they're talking about how they're trying to set him up and Dolph, uh, oh, you did this because I like you you messed with this Russian and it was all an inside job. You know where the kid yeah. is and all this stuff. I thought, oh, this guy is actually like an inside job kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one actually pulling the strings. And it turns yeah. out, no, he's just, like you said, just kind of a shitty cop. Yes, and a dick. Yeah. Dolph punches him at the end of the film and Kane's like, yeah. And that's so that's the end of the movie. He gets punched, yes. and then the film ends. So it becomes very clear early on in this film that they have probably got, I would suggest, around 25 minutes of content to make an hour and a half movie out of. <laughs> and it becomes clear when we first meet the Russian antagonist, whose name I do not know, but it's very clear that he's Russian. We're told this many times. And he... Uh, believes that Dolph is actually just a normal criminal and shows him his guns that he's going to buy, right? And, Jeremy, look, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Dolph spends like an hour just picking up different guns and be like, ah, good one. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, this one, got anything lighter? And he's like, yeah, this one. Okay, cool. What about... And it just keeps going, and I'm watching it, and I'm watching it. And then, of course, it's all just, you know, set up the police come in and arrest this, uh, this Russian man. And I'm just sort of left thinking... I mean, that was it. That was the big epic sort of police sequence they started the movie with, which is him, like, fooling this man. And then uh, the man that I mentioned with the bulletproof vest punches Dolph, as I said, and he is fired for doing his job, is what happened. He got fired. He got sent home for doing his job. And then um, Kane is basically corporate Kane in this film. Yeah. That's it. That's basically what I've got. He's what ginger he, he, corporate cane. He has red hair in this film, right? Or am I just colorblind? No, I think that was just the uh, dodgy version of the film. <laughs> oh, okay. Adjusted for comedic effect, I think. Um, yes. The, the vest man, who I'm going to keep going back to for the sake of content, he is of the belief that Dolph is an insane person. He said he's got a screw loose because oh, he, he shot slightly errand shot at the bulletproof vest. Um, and then... Dolph, I think okay, the bulletproof it's... vest is the real yeah. plot of this film. I would agree. And I this, would this errant uh, gunshot, not this kidnapped child with a bomb strapped to him. Yes, I, I would agree with that. Um, I have a game to play that I'll be going back to throughout oh, this podcast, and I feel we need it now. <laughs> the game is, and this is where this podcast, when we level up, this would have like a credit. So this would have like a, a, a schnazzy theme for it. The game is Zig or Zag. first off first off if you had told me that you had this game i would have had some type of theme song the text messages let me read these text messages by the way i was gonna put them on twitter but i didn't um 
<laughs> it was, dude, you've broke me. I can't watch this fucking film, and I've already seen it. I texted, it's such a forgettable film. Shoot, this shit fucked me up. Oh no, I have the shakes. Why must Dolph always suffer? I will rally. I have bits planned. And then I said, I'm very nervous. And you said, you should be. And then I did not message you back after this because I was just deathly afraid. Yes, he's not as expansive a game as you would hope based on that preview. I do want to get into the damage. We could, we could have done a theme, though. We could have just played Dolph Ziggler. I'm here to show the world. Here. That's how it goes, right? Legal issues, pal. We have to be careful. Um, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's had a very unique career in which he has effectively been in the exact same position for, I believe the count now is 87 years on WWE TV. Give or take. So throughout this podcast, I will name a name. I have five noted down here, and you can tell me whether... Dolph had a better career, which would be a Zig, or if the other person had a better career, which would be a Zag. Okay, I'm sure you can understand, you can follow. <laughs> we'll begin with a personal favourite of mine, a man that actually went to his OVW tryout with Dolph. They were both their first day in the industry. Big Van Bob, Bobby Lashley. Do you Zig or do you Zag? Um, which one is, is better career? Zig means... That Dolph had a better career. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna zig. I think Dolph has had a better career than Bobby Lashley. It's an interesting one, right? Because it depends how highly you count those TNA Impact title reigns of. Uh, yeah, look, of, Lashley of was great, but Dolph could have gone to Impact too and won just as exactly. many titles. Yes, I sense that'll be a common theme throughout the game. <laughs> but the folks, that concludes round one off. Zig or Zag. Anyway, back to Countdown. Um, so where was we? He's sent home. Um, and then he goes back into work because he has to unlock... He has to d- put a code in to get the footage of the kidnapping hostage scene that sets up the whole film. Correct? Yeah. yeah. And then he, okay. he he's, he's an undercover... And this is when they're at the WWE yeah. event, right? Yes, and he's never established, uh, Jeremy. What is Dolph's name in this film? I know that's established, to be clear. That oh, is established. Hold on. Uh, his name in this film is Ray. It's never established whether or not Ray likes professional wrestling, is it? He doesn't even no. glance as, as the Ascension make their entrance here. <laughs> um, we see a lot of wrestlers stretching and doing uninteresting things. Big Show does like a comedy, a physical yeah. gag. Yeah, Big Show is yeah. uh, using the elastic bands, and it, mm. he, it snaps. Yes. And he, like, looks at it, and then he just tosses it. And the, Big the Show word stole is, this scene. Supposedly, that is what sparked the idea of the Big Show's show. Um, <laughs> there was talk of giving Dolph a comedy special on the Netflix, and they saw the Big Show doing that. He said, hang on a second, forget comedy specials, let's give this man a sitcom. So that's, that's Poor Dolph. Of- Dolph is the star yeah. of this whole thing. And Big Show's in Look, one man. scene, and that's all it I, took for Netflix. You don't do, like, subtitles for this um, for this pod, right? Like, it's just literally, you know, the countdown review. That's what you do here. Right. Right? We don't do the thing where it's like, this podcast, if you did, would just be poor Dolph. <laughs> I cannot believe we're making him go through this again. I'm terribly sorry, Dolph. I really am. So uh, the match here that's going on is the known classic of New Day, The Ascension, and I believe the Lucha Dragons would be my would be my assumption. Remember that team, Kalisto and Sinclair? Oh yeah, it would. I thought it was Lucha House Party, but you're right. Uh, this would have been yes, I noted that five okay. years ago, and it would have been Lucha Dragons, yes. not Lucha House Party. Here's the thing: New Day. I heard their entrance, and then once the match started, I don't recall like actually seeing them. That could be yes. I don't know. Um, the Ascension make their entrance. Legitimately, it, for long enough that Dolph sprints around the whole building. Yeah, I was gonna say it takes it takes their entrance like five minutes to where they come out. There's yes. five minutes worth of like Dolph chasing this man uh, throughout the arena, and then when we cut back to the wrestling, the ascension's like halfway down the ramp. Yes, and so then <laughs> A lot of um, he drops the money off. The man gets the money. The man shoots another cop. And then Dolph super kicks Rusev. Um, yeah. That scene 
in which Rusev grabs the gun and he super kicks him. He's going to fool people for generations that this film is fun and a, and a silly one. <laughs> I think, he's not. I think he's it fooled fun. me. It fooled me. As I remember the trailer, and I thought Rusev like actually played a big role in this film. And then, you know, this is all that he has to do in it. And then there's no more WWE stuff. I thought this whole event... Uh, you ever seen the movie uh, Face Off? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I wish we'd have reviewed that this week. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like that, where the whole thing just takes place at a WWE event. That's why I picked this film, Joseph. I didn't. If wow. I had known that this film would just be Dolph, just oh, let me burst into uh, a tattoo shop, let me burst into this random office, let me burst into this place and just start, at, you know, shoot first and ask questions yeah. later. That's the same scene thirty times. If I had known it was that, I would have never picked this film. I thought this was the yes. WWE version of Face Off. I would love to see Face Off featuring <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Rusev, but this is definitely not that, as you now know. Uh, what does Lana say here? No idea. How is it? How was this the best cut of this? What <laughs> happened here? She. So what happens is Dolph Ziggler Rusev runs off, and then it cuts to Lana. It's like a one shot of her face. And she's supposed to have, like, a smart line of dialogue. And I have no clue what she says. I have no idea. I don't really care. But considering what's going on in this film, it'd be very useful if there was something we could we could do with it. But nonetheless... Look, I'll go um, back. Hold on. Let me pull this film up. At least Lana wasn't getting put through a table. That's a win for her. Win for her, loss for us, in my <laughs> view. That would have made this film infinitely better. It's such is life. We can review um, Raw if you want. <laughs> We can't. I've actually seen Countdown, so I can review it. The very different rules. Um, okay. Did you watch last week's Raw? Uh, probably. I don't know. All right, then you watched sure. this week's Raw. Yeah, I, I watched it within the last three months. So I think I've got it pretty much yeah, covered. Yeah. You're good. Um, Brock Lesnar is now at the show. Yes. It's now a pay-per-view. It becomes a pay-per-view. Yeah. This is not a house show. This is like a no. big event. Yes. Initially, certainly a house show, and next thing I know, it's pyro going off. I don't know what happened here. Um, Dolph shoots the guy, right? That's what happens. Yeah. Okay, great. And then, for legitimately, because I know I, I get you know hyperbolic with the numbers around here, Jeremy. <laughs> then this, I've got to stress this to our audience. We've just reviewed the best half of this film. The best. This, this the best portion third of this film. Of the film. Third. Well, yeah. yeah, it's you know. Because at this point, it isn't, like, offensively bad, right? Right. And there's enough interesting elements. There's something to be said for seeing these idiots on, on film. You know, there's something <laughs> said for Kane running around and Dolph super-kicking people. And then this sort of action-adventure flick turns into Dolph just doing, like, an investigation for 40 minutes <laughs> while the, the woman does the same thing. And it's like, you said it, right? He, they're just going from place to place asking people about the Russians. The the woman seems to have an actual idea of how to be an investigator, and she's going and asking the right questions and whatnot. Dolph is just literally he bursts into so the the man that they shoot he just he has these tattoos all over his body. So Dolph is just like, well, he's got tattoos. Let me just go to a tattoo shop and just be like, you know anything about these tattoos? Because I guess if you get one tattoo, you can just you can go yeah. into any tattoo shop and be like, "Hey, do you know do you know what this means?" Like, I have a tattoo. Oh, there we go. Yeah. People can see it. Yes. Like, if I if I get shot by Dolph Ziggler in the next twenty four hours or something, and you don't know what happens, Joseph, I hope that you you take my body to just any random tattoo shop and just be like, "Do you know what this means?" Yes, because it's foolproof, isn't it? I yeah. mean, he, he gets a whole profile on the guy from those tattoos. He's like rapist, uh, assault. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not making. No, it up. this he is legitimately. Says, what he, I think he goes a few steps further, but he definitely said rapist. Yeah. And I was like, and Dolph is like, haven't I done enough stuff for you? I've covered up for you before. And it's like, are we supposed to like this guy? <laughs> what is going on? And this just goes on and on forever. We've, I mean, that scene at least there's like gunfire. I mean, you said that she seems like she knows you, and I agree with that. But that makes for a worse film. The scene where she goes and and like talks to the father of the kid that's been uh, held hostage is one of the most boring things I've ever seen in my life. It's just nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and it goes on and on and on. And then um, 
we have the scene we mentioned earlier, right, where Dolph um, appears to be framed almost. It all is all set up against him. They have evidence against him, whatever happened there. What actually happened here, Jeremy? Help me. I don't even know. They were like, it's you who did it, and then no one cares. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the the terrible cop um, yeah. tries to frame I mean, that's pretty much it. He just tries to frame him. You can't ask me what happens here because I, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm Zig not sure. or Zag? <laughs> All right. I'm here to show the world. Here to show. Okay. Member of the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin. Zig or Zag? It's Zig. That one's easy. I added him to the list exclusively so you could help me win an argument. Thank you, Jeremy. You're correct. (laughs) It is a Zig. The person who had this argument with me doesn't listen to this podcast. He'll never know, but I just won on a public forum. Oh, Take that. I'm glad okay. I'm glad I could help you. Okay. Use, uh, just using me for your, your own personal gain, which, which you know sounds what? about right. We're on a roll, Jeremy. Zig or Zag? Here to show the world. Here to okay. show. The Miz. Oh. This one's actually yeah. tough. We could, I think we can get like five minutes of podcast. <laughs> yeah, this one's actually tough. Um, yeah. I'm going to join in now. This is going to be fun. I'm I'm going to go Zag. I think the Miz mm-hmm. has had a better career than Dolph. Okay, so let's look at this um, as objectively as we possibly can during a WWE movie countdown review. <laughs> uh, we would agree that the Miz's peak achievement is miles ahead of poor Dolph, right? Yes. Main event of WrestleMania and one. Um, is a pretty tough feat for the man whose only singles match at WrestleMania was against Otis. It's going to be tough <laughs> for him to defeat that. So then you have to kind of delve elsewhere. I would be interested, and I have no evidence or, or kind of even information on this, I would be interested to see their match catalogs compared to each other. Because I would probably say their best matches are against each other. Or their best match, at least, is. What is Dolph Ziggler's best match? I would say with confidence, it's the career versus title with Miz. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's had, like, other great matches. I feel like Dolph has... He's, like, shameless in that he probably has hundreds of matches that are in the range of good to very good. Right? If you watch them now, you're like, oh, that was real good. You'll never remember them. But then he's (laughs) Miz... What's Miz's best matches? This guy, he had that match with Seth, right? That famed pay-per-view opener on a show that everyone hates. Um, he has the Dolph match we just mentioned. Any others we could, we could come up with here? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't think of any. Okay, any Miz match that that stands out. Okay, well, I mean, if we're being honest, as I think about this more, Miz has won this pretty handily actually because. <laughs> He's like, um, his ability to stay relevant. So I'm rewatching okay. this, this scene. Um, okay. So the, the tag team match here that is happening, and, and I'm not making this up. Hold on. Okay. Let me rewind a little bit. I should have just gone back 10 seconds. I'll, I'll, I'll hit it back in a second. Um, yeah, I think the Miz easily wins this, this thing because Dolph's whole thing is like, oh, well, he's a better worker. And the Miz, like the work rate yes. is better. But then when you think about it, okay, then what's like, he doesn't have a ton of like right. classic matches to where you can be like, oh yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. just head and shoulders above as a worker than the Miz. I'm sure match for match, he's better than the Miz. Right, but, like, but it's not, yeah, it's not big enough of a gap. Right. Okay, um, if you had a fantasy draft time, Little, little bit of a tease for Thursday. Both of them in their prime, and you've got the pencil, so you can do whatever you want to do with them. Miz or Dolph, who are you taking? I'm probably taking Dolph. I do Zig. think... <laughs> I do think there is more potential that you could do with Dolph than the Miz. Because right. I do think he's a better worker. Uh, promo-wise, I mean, Miz is a good good heel, not so much mm. as a baby face. You, you can get more out of Dolph. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Miz is it feels like every element of him has been explored on WWE TV. Whereas with Dolph, he's always been a loser to such a degree 
that I've watched him for many years and still feel like I don't know what the best Dolph Ziggler could be. Yeah. Right? I think this is the yeah. best Dolph Ziggler. Just a, a rogue renegade. Right. I think that's what they should make this man. Something to keep in mind for BP Dub. <laughs> that's that's have, the kind of draft pick. We don't have that's Dolph Ziggler, though. I know, but we have, like, we're going to make rules as such. So, like, once a year we can add something distraction I feel. And adding Dolph Ziggler as that character could be a play. That's all I'm saying. You may not like his methods, but he gets results. No idea where you're going. <laughs> that's that's like the cliche in like every renegade cop movie. It's like, I okay. don't like his methods, but the man gets sure. results. But I thought it was like specific to either BPW or this film, so I had very little... No, that's, that's going to be his catchphrase in BPW. Okay. Like he's going to you know do the matches and be like, may not like my methods but I get results. And he, like, throws up a W a or something. He has a gun with him, too, all times. <laughs> um, you was re-watching something. You never yeah. said what you were re-watching. I'm re-watching this film. That's what I'm re-watching. Okay. Um, so during this match, during this uh, New Day, ascent, where the New Day is not present, Ascension and Lucha, uh, Lucha Dragons match, there's just this man. I'm pretty sure it's John Silver just jumps in the middle, like, just jumps the guys. Like, I see the Ascension, I see the Lucha yeah. House Party, there's just just man in, like, cut-off jeans, bald head, and a beard. Looks like John Silver. And he's just in this match all of a sudden. Oh, here's the Rusev scene. Alright, let's turn this up. I don't know if you can hear this. <laughs> the sound effect. Oh, she says, well, that's a real man. That's what Lana oh. says. Jeez, Dolph so cool in this film. <laughs> what a guy. Did this okay. set up when Lana, like, dated Ziggler? This was in the middle. He came off TV because Rusev beat him up in the angle. <laughs> that's already off and running. That's okay. Well, there you go. That's how we got this whole uh, Dolph and, and Rusev feud then, thanks to this yes. film. Now, I'm intrigued, Jeremy. You said that Dolph hit Kane in the dick. Yeah, he punched him in the dick. When did that happen? I think I missed this. Oh, in the middle of their... You know, after they do the big interrogation and Dolph is, like, running through this whole police office. Um, Yes, I remember this. (laughs) I got many thoughts of Dolph trying to escape the police building, by the way. (laughs) Kane eventually catches him. And he, he, you know, throttles him, picks him up and everything and puts him against the wall, and then Dolph get, kind of escapes, and then he punches him right in the dick. But doesn't Kane hit Dolph in the dick? No, Dolph... Doesn't hits... he shoot him in the dick? Oh, yeah, he does shoot him in the dick. He shoots him in, like, the chest, the arm, and then the dick. And then yeah. the dick, yeah. But, but Dolph punches Kane in the dick first. Look, I'm not sure. making this part up. This was the only thing I remembered about I this was just... film. <laughs> I trust your 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 memory on that one moment. I just couldn't <laughs> recall it myself. That's all. It's fine. Um, so yeah, that happens. Dolph makes this spectacular escape, as you mentioned. And then is when we get to the part I mentioned earlier. Which is when they say, hang on a minute. No one knows what's going on. What do we do here? And they say, don't worry. Just explain the whole plot and have the characters say it to each other. That will work perfectly so with an hour a half an hour left of the film an hour into it all of a sudden the female character just turns to Dolph and it just it goes through every, the whole family tree of the people he's fighting right she's like and he had bad breakfast that morning was in a bad mood you did this to that person he's third cousin he wants to kill you okay and Dolph's just like okay okay and then uh, Dolph does the exact same thing about his own his own child bless him so uh, then they're called and then Dolph makes another amazing escape and kills people. Correct? Yes. I want to go back to okay. the police office scene first, because as I said, right. I have thoughts on this. You're so right. Dolph is trying to escape after he believes he's been set up or, or something. He basically just gets accused of of masterminding this whole thing. And obviously he didn't do it, okay? So he's mm-hmm. running out of this police office. Everybody's chasing him. Kane shoots him with the rubber bullets and stuff. There's at one point where Dolph is on, like, the second we'll call it the second story okay he's at the second story he jumps he's kind of trapped he jumps down onto some steps below Mm. right what does he do joseph 
He proceeds to run up the steps back to where he just jumped down from. Yes. Yes. It's it's one of the worst plans of escape ever ever recorded on film. And then after he gets shot in the uh, shot in the dick with the rubber bullets, there's this man. I think he's cleaning uh, the glass. He, you know, he's he's on one of those suspension gimmicks. Um, and Dolph jumps on the suspension gimmick, and he's just hanging out there. And Kane's like, "I'm going to shoot you. Don't do anything." And he doesn't shoot him. Dolph ends up releasing the thing. They 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 go down to the bottom floor. And then no, there's no one at the bottom floor. Everyone is so enthralled with what's going on on the top floor here that there's no one on the bottom floor to to prevent him from just running out of the police office. And then he just he runs alongside the car with the girl. And then they end up in the whole thing where they're back with the Russians and she explains everything. This police scene, though, it it almost made the film worth it. It, it didn't, but there was some good stuff in this police office chase. Yes. I'm glad you expand on that because while just logically what Dolph does is dumb, it looks even funnier because it just doesn't look in any way like that's where he would land, does it? Yeah. Like the way that he jumps, like it's very hard for me to explain this, but the way that he jumps, the last thing you're expecting is for him to just land dead set in the middle of a stair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then him running up is, um, well, yeah, that's something. I- I'm glad you, there's a few advantages for this film, um, and there's another one I want to get into. But first, Zig or Zag? I'm here to show the world. Here to show. I have to cut it off there for copyright purposes, everyone. Fair. So we've already tackled the Miz, and now we move to his tag team partner. Hey, this is my (laughs) section. I thought this is where you were going earlier, so. John Morrison. Zig or Zag? Zig. Morrison, he's a, he won the ECW title, right? Um, what standing does Dolph have over Slamtown? <laughs> I don't think he's the mayor. Uh, maybe police, Pol- chief of police. I feel like Dolph After is... this performance, <laughs> no way. Slamtown doesn't need this maniac. He's got a screw loose. Get him out. <laughs> That's going to be... All right, so here we go. Uh, countdown two. This, this is this is my pitch for countdown two. I've kind of already set it up earlier. It's going to be Slamtown. We have the mayor of Slamtown, John Morrison. We have the chief of police, Dolph Ziggler, and it's basically face off in the WWE arena, though, in a WWE setting. That's countdown two. I mean, I'd rather we not call it countdown two. <laughs> I'd rather it just be his own. But I'm fine with that. Now I do want to countdown to Slamtown. Strong. But in fear of dwelling on my own bit here, we may have to talk philosophy on the zig or the zag, okay? Because John Morrison would say, and I'm sure he will say once he watches this, um, as he usually does, he'll he'll say to us, I opted out of WWE to become a top guy elsewhere, right? He did his deal with Mexico, Impact. He had, you know, a great run in Impact that we all remember fondly. Lucha Underground. Yes. So he would say... Hey, don't blame me because I was bold enough to step out on my own. Joe Holbert and Jeremy Lambert. What would you say to that, Jeremy? I would say he took a risk. He collected some titles. Doesn't matter because nothing matters. Nothing that you accomplish outside of the Fed matters. All right? That's what we've established, right? Apparently. Yeah. Whatever you accomplish outside the Fed, it's a nice little participation trophy. You know, the the dorks on the Twitter go crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, remember that Lashley run? Remember that John Morrison run in Impact? Really great. Uh, they, they, they. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prove themselves. They prove they could be big stars outside of WWE. What happens when they come back to WWE? They're just the same person. They're not real stars outside of these other companies, okay? They're, they're just play stars outside of the Fed. If you want to make it big, it's New York, New York, the Fed. Big Van Bob was a big star. Okay, some of those Bellator numbers he drew were electric, let me tell you. Were they? If they'd have done him and Congo, you're looking at <laughs> 15 million views. Jack Congo fights this weekend in Bellator, I'm pretty sure. He fights every week, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think sometimes they broadcast it and most time they don't, but I'm pretty sure he fights every single weekend. Um, shout out to Chet Congo, who's also watching this. Um, we wish him well in a fight I will never watch. So that, there's that. Uh, back to the film here. So, so he makes another escape, he kills people. We've done that part. Now, I have some praise to deal here. I think the bomb save scene is borderline good. I'm going to say this, okay? It's relatively exciting when Dolph is like looking at the clock and then looking at the poor kid and he's like... And I, you know, I left that thinking... If that was the final scene after an hour and a half of action and fun, this may have been okay. Unfortunately, it's the final scene after 50 minutes of just boredom, <laughs> complete and utter boredom. So did you enjoy this final scene as much as I did? Because I think it's not good, but it's almost there. No, I didn't enjoy it as much as you. I think you're... I, I think you've enjoyed it more than 99% of people who have watched this film. So I don't take it as a knock that I didn't enjoy it more. Like you're just, you're in the top 1% here. You're like EC3, top 1% of people who enjoyed this final seat. They just freeze the bomb. And then like, I don't care about this kid. I was hoping the kid blew up if I'm being honest with you. I thought that would have been a great ending to this film. If the kid just blows up. But Dolph, he's a hero. He's a cool hero. Do you not root for Dolph? No, he shoots people. Not really. I don't. No, no, this man This man has established that he has a screw loose. He has a screw loose early on. I ain't rude for that person who puts uh, his fellow cop's life on the line by misshooting him in the vest and nearly killing him. I, I don't root for that kind of person. I'm going to be honest. I don't root for any we cops. May have, we may have concluded the recap of this film already, but I've got to be honest, Jeremy. <laughs> I do feel you've missed some layers here. Oh, okay. Um, Explain them. Well, I think you kind of exposed yourself earlier when you said it was another kid, and you was very nonchalant about it, and dare I say arrogant even, as you dismissed <laughs> this life that was lost as just another kid. But I don't think you really considered the impact this had on the narrative surrounding the Dolph Ziggler character. I really don't. And when I say the Dolph Ziggler character, I mean the man that Dolph Ziggler plays in <laughs> Countdown. Because... You say it like it's a nothing scene, but the scene where he's crying on an empty bed is quite powerful, dare I say. Is it? And, you know, not really, but he could have <laughs> and, and he's crying, and he's reading a book badly, and there he is, and he looked all cool before that, but he's not cool anymore. He's heartbroken, you know? And then that sets up. Granted, yes, Jeremy, they forget about it for an hour and 15 minutes. Don't we all forget the odd plot point when we're making a film like this? It's fine. <laughs> But when they bring it back and Dolph says, I will never be late again when a kid is about to die. I stood up in the cinema and I applauded, okay? And I wasn't the only one, let me tell you. I may have been the only one, but I, I don't think I was. So then the only I'm person watching... in the cinema, much less the yes. only person who stood yes. up and applauded. See, here's the thing. I'm watching this man as he looks at the clock. He will not be late again, Jeremy. But the filmmaking is so pristine... 
that I start thinking Dolph is going to be late again. This kid's dead. So they've got me playing. They're playing on my emotions here. I know Dolph will never be late again. He told me as much. But he might be late. There's like 10 seconds on the clock and he still hasn't got this bomb off the kid. It's his trouble, you know? So I think you're also understating the impact it has when it does like a cut to Kane's face and he looks like more, like mildly concerned with what's going on. That adds a lot to the film. You know, I care about Glenn. I want him to do well. He's, he looked worried there. Kane would have had a better facial expression if he just yes. wore the original mask than he had in this film. It would have ruled if he just... <laughs> the film was exactly the same, but he just had his mask on. Yeah. And it was never explained. It was just like, yeah, he has a mask. What, what do you want me to tell you about why? Like, it's just that's the way it is. That would have been good. I agree this is... That's a, that's a slight adjustment we could have made if we was around on the set at the time making this film. <laughs> What do you think had more impact? I'm going to call back here. So what what do you think had more impact? Dolph losing his kid, apparently. I still think it was just another kid that he grew, like, attached to. Uh, But Dolph losing his kid and how that affected his day-to-day and how he would never be late again. Or Randy, after failing to save the guy's life, you know, and then he could not return to work. And his wife had to tell him, it's okay, it'll be all right. Someone is ringing. That's Randy on the other line right now. Being like, don't bring me up and and, uh, and tied to this film. (laughs) Or Randy, when he, he, uh, you know, he couldn't save the person's life. And then he had to go back to work. But he seemed like everything was fine. But it, it was clearly affecting him. I've got to be honest, until you laid it out, I had forgotten what you... I had no idea what you thought about. So that should... I feel that will tell you something. All I'm saying is, Jeremy, is I've seen this film before and I remembered the closing scene. Perhaps it impacted me more, but what I would say with Randy is... And I love Randall Orton. Please do not get mad at me. I think Dolph is infinitely better as an actor. And that is a serious indictment of our friend. Randall just didn't (laughs) care at all. Dolph, like, at least tries to kind of look interested. Randy was there to get some mumps off the house. <laughs> like, and I think he would probably do the same thing. So it's hard for me to feel that same investment as I felt when Kane looked mildly concerned while Dolph um, removed the bomb. Does that make sense? Did you like the method of how they removed the bomb, just basically anti-freezing it? Great. And he, he just kept saying... The kid, by the way, obviously didn't get paid for any dialogue. He wasn't allowed <laughs> to make any noise whatsoever. <laughs> So like, the kid's got a bomb on him, and Dolph's just like, take it easy, take it easy. And the kid's just sitting there, no, no interest in the bomb that he's currently wrapped around his chest. This chin. kid didn't care. This kid was like, oh shit, just blow me up yes. rather than having to listen to this guy. Dolph has like the heroic visual of him walking out with the baby in his arms, or the kid in his arms, I should say. And he gives the kid to a different person, and he's like, brave kid. And the kid just looks at him like, thanks, thanks, Dolph. That's what that's what that face said. Like this, this kid is still choice? infinitely a better actor than the one kid in the Marine Six. Yes, that's true. And then, as you mentioned, so then he punches the guy in the face, and he gets that closing shot where it pulls back, and you see the building like with flames, and <laughs> it's just Dolph. And I was just left kind of thinking, it's really sad. I don't like this film because I'm pretty sure it's like made for me and the other twelve Dolph fans that were like, finally, <laughs> look who's standing tall now. Well, that's, that's the closing shot. You just mentioned it. He he walks out. Of, so the bomb goes off. You know, they, they get it off, yes. and then it's like five seconds left, and they cut to, to Kane looking concerned because we can't see what actually happens after that. But we do see an explosion. By the way, this explosion sucks. This bomb, terrible. It, they had yeah. the one scene where they, they talk to the bomb maker and stuff, and he makes it sound like it's this, this big deal and whatnot. This, like, barely blows up the office building, much less the entire, like, office. You right. know? It, like, it barely blows up... It, like, it barely blows up... Um, not, yeah, just, just like, one room. Like, much less the entire building. Yes. But it's we should agree it would, have, it would have murdered that young child, right? I think was the idea. Yeah, I was hoping for that, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sure, it would have killed... I don't know if it would have killed the child, honestly. Like, maybe he would have lost an arm or something. But it's a shitty bomb, dude. This bomb sucked, all right? So the bomb goes off, and you're like, oh, my God, what happened? Did it, did did this child lose an arm from this bomb? No, nope. fortunately, I guess they got it off. They just tossed it somewhere else. Um, 
And then Dolph walks out of the building. He's got the kid over his shoulder. He's a big hero and stuff. He passes him off to some random. Don't know who this person was. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, maybe that was their kid. You know, they got him back safe and sound. He punches the dude in the face. He walks uh, slow motion in front of the building. Goes off. We get the freeze frame. Then he goes, I'm here to show the world. Here to show the world. Come on! And that's the end of the film. Okay. Uh, wait a second. I want to go back. Because you mentioned, and you framed it in the correct way. So the building, not the building, but a part of the building blows up. An right? office. Like one, maybe maybe a desk chair or something blows yes. up. <laughs> okay. And for like a second, people gasp. And then like, I can't stress enough how uninterested they are with Dolph walking out with this <laughs> Like, it, the building's on fire, it does a cart. And Dolph just sort of strolls out, and you just hear sort of like a, like a golf clap from from the, like, yay Dolph, good job. And he isn't even, he didn't even get his moment there, right? Like, why was no one worried about him dying? That normally in scenes like that, you would have the deal where explosion, it goes dead silent where everyone gasps and such, and then a big kind of um, triumphant score kicks in while Dolph walks out with the kid. Yeah, I just told you instead, what it was. But in, yes, I know that would be much better. <laughs> Because instead, Dolph just sort of strolls out and people are like, well, I got out ages ago. I could care less if Dolph Ziggler and this young child survived. I didn't get blown up. Let's walk home. I don't care. You know, I've got weeks off work now. So just small gripe. There's small things here, Jeremy, that make this an average film when, frankly, it could be an award winner. And that's disappointing for me as a, as a uh, artistic analyst, you know? I mean, I agree with you. They, they This could have been a much better, much better ending. I, I made it better. You want bigger adjustments, I said. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted the kid to die. Um, yes, but I, I made it better just by inserting his entrance music into this thing. If I had, if I had the time and patience, I would just recut that and post that one little clip. I'm not going to do it because I'm too lazy. <laughs> but people, people get what I'm talking about. I mean, they don't because they've never seen this film and are certainly not going to seek out this. <laughs> well, just scene, just but... think of any, you know, think of any action film where there's a. Uh, a cliffhanger of oh my god did they survive and then they walk out of the building and they survived and at that moment they walk out of the building Dolph Ziggler's theme hits that's all you gotta do that's what this is yeah. you're, you're right but I just you know I think to really appreciate how great that moment could be you do need to experience the roller coaster that our friend Dolph experiences during this film are you ready for the main event of Zig or Zag or would you first like um, I have another game to play, oh, which is not really a game at all. But I just wanted to ask, um, where does Dolph rank on like the actor to scale that we're building here that we're never going to actually do? <laughs> like, if you was like looking, I'm not asking for a specific number or spot, but like, is Dolph near the bottom of the actors we've seen thus far from the wrestling actors I'm talking about here, or is he near the top? Help me out, Jeremy. Help me figure this one out. Well, you've already put him above Randy. Yes. Um, yeah, he's above Orton. As far as like WWE films go, like he, he's not as good as like Hogan or anything. Um, what Hulk Hulk is an all-time hey. wrestling actor. No, okay. Hang on. In what regard are you talking about here? Like in the regard of my enjoyment. Yes, the point. Yeah, but Dolph um, Hogan wins that category, right? He's number yeah. one forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, not over Arquette, but yeah. Hogan, Hogan's way up there. Hang on a second. Former this, this WCW, Ziggler, Zag, Dolph Ziggler, David Arquette. <laughs> Both of them had very underwhelming range with the big gold. Right? It's, just, it's just which, when did it mean more is really the question. And that is a real debate probably fight on. So I'm not tackling that one. I, I'm very concerned about... I don't see Dolph Ziggler doing do death this. matches with Nick Gage. Fair. One day we're going to do this project, and you are going to fight tooth and nail to get Arquette top of the board. Yeah, it's going to be a terrible experience. I am. I'm dreading it. So, where did you? Do you agree that Dolph isn't? You're saying Dolph isn't as good as Hogan or David Arquette, which is an incredible <laughs> sentence. But is he in the middle of the pack? Where have you got? Him I think as from? far as like WWE films go. So the the here we're talking to like the twelve rounds Marine. Have we seen any other WWE film? I guess technically Kane was in this film. Even, like, the Marine had Michaels, Miz, and Becky Lynch. Sent his little helper. Yeah, that was a WWE film, I think. Yes. So so Miz, Paige. Um, he's a, 
he's above everybody in the Marine except Becky. I thought Becky was better than him. He's above mm-hmm. Orton. He's above. He's above Paige. I don't know he's if he's as good like, as I don't know if he's as good as Santa's little helper Miz. Right, that was a good performance. Miz would be really insulted by by us. Just actually, just, you just put him above him almost, and then you round yourself and you said, "Well, the Miz, Miz sucked was tough, in the Marine really. Six, yeah. though. Outside act. of when he died and his performance there, he was terrible." So wait, are you saying? I want to be clear about this because I think you've just said it, but I want to really make <laughs> this could be a headline for Fightful. <laughs> Are we agreeing that Dolph is a better actor than Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid? Yes, 100%. Dolph, you did it. I'm proud <laughs> of you. Finally did it. Finally got the goat off your back. It's fine. You've done it. You've beaten him. Now move on and come up with your own thing. That's all I'm saying, Dolph. No shoot. Are you ready for the main event of Zig or I, Zag? I hope I can write the headline. The distraction reports Dolph Ziggler is a better actor than yes. Shawn Michaels. It's a big story, I feel. I feel like every Dolph other outlet should be picking that story up. I honestly think since this film came out, Dolph has had like Google alerts on waiting for someone to report this. <laughs> so it will come in one day. Someone will see this film and know that I'm better than him. We did it, Dolph. Got you covered, my friend. This this zig or zag is about to be... All right, set it up again. <laughs> zig or zag? Here to show the world. Here to show... This... He's going to be a, a heartbreaking one for me. And I've, I've been kind of, you know, messing around with my head all day. Um, two favourites of the Joseph James brand. Oh, no. Of course, Dolph. He's kind of important for the Zig or Zag game to work. Yes. Although we may start doing Zig or Zag with <laughs> other wrestlers. And you have to guess which is which. And my friend and yours, the triumphant returning, beer money king, it factor, glorious one, um, uh, other nicknames: Robert, Bobby, Rude. Yeah, you, know, you know, you already know where I'm going. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. Are we saying that NXT is not New York? Yeah, we're definitely saying that. Don't have you not been paying attention to anything they've done? Look, I'm just, I'm just saying that if that's under the New York promoter, the banner, so to speak, it's not that that it's run Florida. though. Where our friend Bob had the opportunity to like pretend he was Triple H for Triple H, <laughs> pretty good. Be fair. That's all I'm saying. I get your, you know, your system is different to mine. That's fair. But I don't want you to count out Bob here. I want you to think of all your favourite Bobby Roode moments. Run through them. They're all the snapshots. Those great moments and matches and promos. Are you sure you want to zig when you could zag? I'm thinking really hard about my favorite Bobby Roode moments, all right? I liked you you know you know what Bobby Roode moment I really love? No. Is when he had the big uh entrance and the glorious song played and mm-hmm. he uh, came down. That was cool. Yes. That's about that's all I got. That's so mean. <laughs> so mean and disrespectful to me in particular. <laughs> I don't remember what event that was, but that was cool. He was about to share this podcast, and then he heard that before he clicked (laughs) it. Hang on a second. No Robert Roode slander will be done around here. But I have good news. So you're zigging there. So final score, I believe Dolph won four of those, right? He went 4-1. Yeah, only the Miz beat him, because the Miz, much like Dolph Ziggler, realized that all the value is in the Fed, and didn't go elsewhere to try to, to boost his star, only to fail once he came back to the big leagues. Okay. Um, but even that one, you give Dolph the kind of... Um, you give him like the help of, but I would pick you for a fantasy roster. Dolph has really had a great show here. What an effort for him. Um, <laughs> I have good news when it comes to next week's film, but first, you're going to want a rating out of me, aren't you? Yes. This is going to be... It's going to be tough. So let's, let's get into these ratings. The big one is, what did I rate the Randall Orton vehicle? Uh, 12 rounds, 7. Uh, <laughs> a 5. 5 is just like your go-to for so often. Yeah. You have No Holds Barred, Suburban Commando, 12 rounds 2, Santa's Little Helper, and Ready to Rumble all out of 5. Hang on a second. You I'm cannot concerned. tell me all of these films are on the same level. I'm concerned now, Jeremy, because I didn't think that... 
I was pretty certain I thought that film sucked, didn't I? Well, you gave it a five. You probably gave it the Randy Orton boost. Because I would have said before you told me that number that this is better than that. (laughs) And I don't want to give this a six. Definitely not. I mean, it's your rating. You can get a 5.1 if you want. What did you give 12 rounds Randy Orton film? You gave Stuber a six. You cannot put this on the same level as Stuber. Did you hear my official title, by the way? 12 rounds Randy Orton film was my official. (laughs) What did you rate that? I gave that three stars. We must have liked that film. I we think must we, have. I think we got a lot of material out of that film because we went round okay. by round of you know did Randy win this right. <laughs> win this yes. win this round? <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay, so what if I give a four to? Because that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm leaning towards a four. A four is the chaperone playing with fire, <laughs> uh, wrong side of town, criminally underrated, and that's it. That's what you're giving a four to. Yeah, it fits in with those films. We have reviewed so many awful films. <laughs> Tri- like, honestly, I think sometimes I take it for granted. We've been doing this for a length of time now where we have like an actual catalogue. Dude, we've awful. been doing this for so long that Sean has said he's going to add like our review to the resources section. So if you go to the resources section on Fightful, there will be an actual like full page <laughs> of the distraction reviews, all these films, and then links to all of our film reviews, along with our ratings and stuff. That's yes. how many films we've reviewed and how long we've been doing this. I'm imagining the person that's like, what somehow finds himself watching one of these films. <laughs> and rather than like Googling it for the consensus, like, let's go to my favorite wrestling website. They must have, they must have a collection of reviews of these films that I can sort of binge. Um, if one of those people have, have done that, Six months, years down the line, and are hearing me say this now. Tell me, please, because I want to help you. I don't <laughs> okay, I don't know where you're at. That's very cool. The wow. resources sections like expiring contracts, injury reports, rosters, twenty four seven title changes, and stuff. And it's like two dorks just review all these films here. Their ratings. <laughs> Fair. It's, 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 that's a really good achievement on our part. Yeah. I can't believe we've stuck with this. We should be proud of ourselves. Okay, what's your rating, Jeremy? All right. Look, it's all downhill. Last week, I gave Ready to Rumble 100 stars. Hey, you can't top that. What You gave this a four. This this film, here were the memorable moments. Dolph punching Kane in the dick. Um, the, the WWE stuff was, like, fine, but they could have gotten more out of that. Really, it's just a bunch mm-hmm. of dudes stretching backstage and then Brock Le- and Rusev getting super kicked in a Lana line that we had to go back and watch. I'm giving this, I'm giving this two stars. That's on that's on par with Santa's Little Helper, uh, the main event. The main event was better than this. Uh, I'm giving this a star, a star and and three quarters. Star and three quarters. Wow. Just to go straight with the the Dolph Otis classic from WrestleMania. <laughs> I like it. I, like I mean, in much. fairness, this is still better on my scale than. Firefly Funhouse and River of Darkness and oh, They Live. It, it was better than all of those films. So, I don't know how much time I have here, so I'll be quick with this, but I was watching the Kurt Angle uh, Austin interview, you know, the, the yeah, yeah. skull, broken skull fun. Yeah. And I, firstly, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's really good. But I'm concerned that, like, I have. I think that film has changed Kurt Angle for me. <laughs> like, I'm not sure I'll ever believe him when he says that he won a gold medal. They like, can show the footage and he can talk about it. I'll be like, this guy's a phony. He wasn't even a good detective in the film. But I honestly, I have to say that of all the films we've done, while I think we got a pretty good podcast out of River of Darkness, that one definitely stuck with me. Like, it actually genuinely gives me chills thinking about watching that film. Like, it was, there was something. There was something sort of um, underhanded about that film. Do you know what I mean by this, Jerry? There was something like, I felt like I shouldn't be watching it. I, I've never <laughs> felt worse covering it on this show. And we had fun with it on here, but to the point where like, when I see him, I can only think of him asking about like religion and stuff in that town. You know, to be honest, I, it really has messed me up. I mean, this film, when I texted you and stuff, I was bored. 
But it, with River of Darkness, it wasn't just boredom, it was like fear. I remember <laughs> I watched it out of sync, too. The mouse were moving and the sounds. Oh, man, it was tough. It was honestly really harrowing. Is we, that just me? We're going to be reminded of River of Darkness every time we play TEW. Yes, we I, are. Really? I've seen the I've seen our television shows and yes. uh, they are appropriately titled. Um, yes, what what yeah, are we, we have, watching? Oh, go ahead. We have. I did want to say that when we were doing agents, when I was setting up agents for our game, I was looking through the WWE lineup and I was like, we're, "I'm giving us Kurt. We're never going <laughs> to use one TV, but we have the show River. It's just perfect." So anyway, everyone knows that I like to review good films. Now that's my new bit here. And I have gone with someone who is topical and in the news. John um, Cena? Are we going to get a John no, Cena film? Oh, He's never in the news anymore. He has lost all relevance in oh. our industry, Jeremy. You should know that as someone on the news beat. Yeah, I, just, I was up at 3.30 a.m. last week writing an article about him. <laughs> I'm stretching the definition a bit here because I wouldn't say this is a wrestler film, but it is most certainly a film about wrestling. By all accounts, this is an actual good film. And it is chronicling the career of fellow Brit, Paige, oh. who has, has got people writing headlines based on tweets, to which I say, well done, Paige. <laughs> we are going to be doing fighting with my family. Now, here's the, the thing about this one, Jeremy. I think I'm the only person in my family that hasn't seen this. And apparently it's like an actual good film for non-wrestling fans. Yeah. So I'm relatively confident about this. Have you seen it? I don't know if there's any... The Rock's in it. The Rock plays himself. Um, right. I don't know if there's any, like... I guess AJ is in it. Uh, or I guess, technically Zelina. Because Zelina, Zelina plays AJ. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's any, like, other actual wrestlers. Yes, I've not only seen this film, Joseph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ruin my own bit now. Uh, I got an early sneak peek at this film. Because my movie theater, my local movie theater, was like... Hey, come see this film before it's in before it's released and stuff. So I went to it. This is when SmackDown was on Tuesday. I bailed out on covering SmackDown that night, went to go see Fighting with My Family, and wrote a review for Fightful. And so next week, I'm not gonna watch this film at all. I'm just going to read my review that I wrote whenever this film was released, like a year and a half, two years ago. Wow. I now feel like <laughs> I have done you a real favor in yeah. that regard. That seems like a win for you. Okay, this will be good. I think this could be my new bit, is that I pick actual good films and really extend the boundaries not, of the rest of Not going to be a long bit. <laughs> no, true, it certainly won't be. I mean, I'll be circling back before long to my dad is a hill wrestler. I'll be like, let's watch it this way. Watch it from a different perspective, Jeremy. It's a different film, I promise. You're going to okay, want me to watch They the... Live all, all over again and be like, look, now that you know the layers, yes. now that you know it's not a shoot 'em up film actually have a discussion with me about this so this is something that won't matter until like july next year i would guess but i do think when it's been a year since the the carnage that was they live <laughs> and the mess that came with it we should revisit they live that's fair that's fair because there was visual bits that got lost forever yes so it feels like that's something we have a box we have to tick almost so i i'm impressed jeremy I'm always impressed by our ability to fill time talking about nothing, but this <laughs> may have been our greatest. Because I'm looking at the time here, I'm thinking, we've done an actual show here. This is, this is an yeah, extraordinary we're at, achievement. we're at an hour. Yes, and we zigged and we zagged. <laughs> we picked the next film, we give our ratings, we give our opinions, and we, found, we proved once and for all that Dolph is better than Sean. Yeah. Wins across the ball. Couldn't be happy with this. Bravo. Uh, I will actually watch... Fighting with my family because I want to see if it's changed at all. <laughs> I don't know how it would change, but if my perspective on the film yeah. has changed, I should say. All right, everyone, that's going to do it for for this show. Let's let's do all these plugs. It, <laughs> Sean buried me and is like, doesn't do anything. Vanilla, boring. And then when I do these plugs, I'm doing like eighteen shows, and I'm like, what? Well, you're yeah. a terrible leader if you're giving me all this responsibility. Here we go. Thursday, we've got live episode of The Distraction. Usually the the show airs at 7. We tape it at like 2. We broke mm -hmm. the Doc Rivers news, by the way, last week. Yes, we did. Yeah. That was amazing. That was really <laughs> incredible. Um, live episode, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thursday, if I don't die of like an anxiety attack 
before then, it's going to happen. Wow, what a plug. Wow, <laughs> incredible advertisement there. I appreciate that. Yes, true. Myself, Joseph, Jack Crosby of CBS Sports, Robert O'Neill from the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter. We're going to be doing a WWE fantasy draft. I have no idea. I'm not going to lie to you, people. I don't know what to expect. I All I know is hats are mandatory, and... I might die before the show. I might die during the show. I might die after the show. So if you want to witness an actual death, like the the kid that should have died in this film, tune in Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern for a live episode of The Distraction. So, you know the hat deal? I have to concede this, Jeremy. When you initially said that to me, I thought what you were referencing was like, you know... um, NBA draft style when they get the cats. <laughs> yeah. They put the cats on. I was thinking that was all niche, Jeremy. That was Australian. And then I thought, no, Robert O'Neill's whole gimmick is he has a hat. <laughs> but now I'm very certain that I won't have the hats to match. So I may have to bring a collection of hats. That's fine. And sort of filter through in order to create the same effect. That's fine. Robert O'Neill should be very nervous right now because I've spoken to my scouts, I've spoken around the league, <laughs> and there is one consensus plan. In his fightful debut, the intention is to destroy the Robert O'Neill brand. We're coming for him. I'm making it clear now, okay? Wow. No shots fired, but warning shots, certainly. So, putting that out there, um, you know my twit. Joe Holbert 5 and all that good stuff. We did it, Jeremy. We got through the countdown with you. <laughs> Bravo. Friday, at some point, Joe and I are going to do uh, TEW, right? That's still a thing yes. that we're doing Friday afternoon at some point. I don't know what time. We don't have a time for that, but subscribe to youtube.com slash Fightful. Tap the bell for notifications, all that fun stuff, and then you will know when we go live for our first TEW series. We had the draft. Uh, I'm going to take you behind the scenes right fast, Joe, so we're just killing time now. Okay. Behind the scenes. Sean recorded a reaction video to our draft. All right, it's like 20 minutes long. And he he skips through a lot of it. The opening 20 seconds, literally, maybe even ver- verbatim. I kind of let Joe and Jeremy do what they want and leave them o- the, to their own devices. I don't know what I'm about to watch. <laughs> that is what he said to open his reaction video. In fairness, Jeremy. <laughs> When we recorded that, we wasn't sure what we was about to record. Oh, no, no. There is a portion of that show in which we are just sort of looking for a system that will pull names out, and we're sort of like, oh, what about Mantor? I don't know. It was it, it was a unique experience, that one. But I think after setting up the database and looking at what we have once we get started in this game, I think this should be really fun with getting the audience involved. I, so I think we're going to need... I, I, think, I think it'll be great. Uh, we love playing TEW. Having the live element of it should be really fun. Uh, that reaction video, by the way, will not see the light of day because after I watched it, I told him, uh, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong because he skipped through it. He didn't do like the whole thing. And he's like, oh, well, I guess that makes a difference. <laughs> if It just sounds like he has no idea what he's talking about, which he didn't. So he was he's a coward and, and will not post it. Uh, so that's Friday. I'm going to be gaming some more at some point this week. We appreciate all the support. We'll be back on Thursday with the my funeral. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.